They know, they know, they know. Hey everybody, welcome to Content Lacking. This is a podcast for uh, for three three bros. Three hey, three dudes I thought that where was we my... talk about talk about shit on the internet. Three dudes who are just having fun. And uh, let me tell you guys about my morning, which Wait, is Wait, I don't uh, know. Whoa, got... whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the train. I don't know oh, your names. God. There goes a professional interview. I don't know your Intro. names. I don't know I don't know what the podcast is about. I thought this was my job to say welcome to content lacking. Evan, you just took my job. Why am I even here? I did then? take your job. You just took my yeah, job. Well, that's a great. That's a question I ask myself every time we record. <laughs> you just. <laughs> uh, my name is Macklin Zilber, and uh, I live in Hollywood and enjoy spinning globes on a table. <laughs> my name is Evan Crockett, and uh, I'm a little under the weather right now, but uh, I'm, but I'm. Joy to our listeners' ears. And I, if you hear any click clacking of menthol on teeth, that's what's that's what's going on over here. So my my voice is extra sexy today. And I am Peter DePaulo in Oakland, California. Did you see Black Panther? Because that's where it started. Was where I live. This is the cultural center of the world right now. Get oh, in California ain't another city like us, even though the cities in the Bay Area by us. I, uh, you guys, have you guys seen that? No, no. Oh, okay. That's like a, it's like Marshawn Lynch has a new TV. I don't know what it is. It's it might be like a TV show or it might be something where he's, where it's called like no non scripted and it's just Marshawn Lynch just walking around being Marshawn Lynch and everybody's f- trying desperately to follow him with a camera and a microphone. Okay. Because they're like, we fucking love Marshawn Lynch. You know, Marshawn Marshawn Lynch crashed a high school football training session and then got the high school football training session, like, either disqualified for a game or some kind of penalty in the championships, in the tournaments. Because they're Why? not supposed to have because they're not supposed to have a professional NFL player come and help train with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, also, three of those high school kids now have CTE. I mean, not actually. What oh, CTE? Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. right. Concussive. A concussive. Okay. Concussive. The thing is, my so my little little background for for Evan. My drama program at at the high school I went to, which was Tamil Pius High School, was called CTE. <laughs> so I I was like Macklin, what are you talking about? Like I don't think you even ever knew that. Yeah, I I read your diaries from childhood. <laughs> um, My diaries. So, okay, let's hear go. about your so, morning. Uh, let's hear go, about your morning, Mac. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> so here's how my morning's going, which is why stuff might be a little bit slow in the early going here. So I woke up, did some spreadsheet stuff, was on a work call, walked over, and I've got one of those little, like, kind of mediocre pour-over coffee things, and I start pouring over the coffee, walk away, continue the work call, come back about two minutes later and realize that 
the entirety of the coffee is just on the floor. I never thought to put a mug there. Um, so I go back, make another round of coffee. This time it succeeds, uh, but one cup just doesn't do it for this guy. And so right before we start recording, I run over, make a second round of pour-over coffee, and again forget to put the mug. This time I got it about halfway through. So my floor is caffeinated as shit. We should put my floor on this show right now because it's ready to go. Hey, do you oh like? Oh my god, dude! Do you like coffee? Do you like so much coffee that you have to pour it all over your floor? Introducing. <laughs> The baby boy pour over core Floor over coffee. Do you have a floor like a haunted house in it? Do you want to go under that floor to the basement and have the little bits of coffee that drip through that floor, sucking up generations of aged oak into their woody finish? Then you want the floor over coffee maker. Floor coffee maker. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, and and scene and scene that. And uh, scene. How did I miss floor over coffee? How did I miss that? I was like, I was oh, like, come on, coffee. name. I was like, name, come to me by the end of this sentence. Come to me, and I was like, pour mm. over coffee, core kit. <laughs> it's the it's the classic time of the podcast where I get where I get really self righteous. Are you guys ready? Oh, okay. I, th- this story makes me so glad that I don't drink coffee <laughs> because I'm I'm so bad at like I would do exactly the same thing Macklin I would absolutely like forget that there's a pot there whenever I've, I've had to make coffee at work a number of times if we've ever had like guests or something and I would say every other time because I never make coffee every other time I like put way too much water in the thing or I don't put enough water in the thing and I end up making like a false miniature espresso (laughs) and (laughs) it just it's 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 bad news bears all around. Why do they have the yes. one guy at a tech company who probably is the only person there who doesn't drink coffee making the coffee for the guests? Is that just because you're the office dad? Because I'm the office dad. Okay. Yeah. Also, Because question, there's nobody else there. Yeah, go. Question two. Is the reason that, is the reason that you don't drink coffee just because you never quite figured out how to make coffee? Is that what it comes down to? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so no joke. The other day, my wife did teach me how to make a cup of tea and i'm absolutely not not kidding about that boy she like showed me how the you you have to put the water in the thing and you have to like close the one part of it so that then it it starts to boil and she kind of showed me how like how much approximately how much honey to put in there because i've been a little sick if you can't tell oh wait 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 what what is the reason that your voice has this timber and camber to it I don't. I don't know. You know. I wonder if it is all from because we. I went to Disneyland. Uh, a week ago. Okay. Mm. More information. So story, when I was story when I was deeper. at Disneyland, I I was just. I'm such a ham that I was just screaming on every single ride. Oh, <laughs> yeah. gosh, it was. I, I was like, or joy. Well, joy. But I also. I always like to like make up a little narrative too when I'm on these rides. So there's like. Like we were on Indiana Jones. I don't know if y'all have ever been on Indiana Jones. Oh, I've been but, on Indiana, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. <laughs> for for the listeners who haven't, all all two of you, 
um, there you're in like a truck and there's kind of like there's one person who's sitting in the driver's seat and then there's like another row behind you and pause, then the truck goes pause, on like a crazy oh. wait was this the Indiana Jones ride or did you just get in a truck behind Disneyland and they drove with you the around guy with the with cowboy the, hat the guy with the cowboy well, hat we go we driving down to Burbank well, we, we, we couldn't afford to go to Disneyland, so we just searched Disneyland on TaskRabbit, and we just <laughs> found somebody who had a, who had a quote, Disneyland-like adventure. It was the DLE, the Disneyland Experience. <laughs> right. Dlee. Man, I got the CTE Dle. from the DLE. Yeah, you know me. All right, sorry, sorry. Go, go oh, ahead. Oh, nice. Go ahead. Um, no, but it, anyway, long story short, like, there was there was like a little kid sitting in in the this little girl was sitting in in the area where you know a person is driving the truck and while it's going off the rails I'm yelling things like do you even have your learner's permit oh my god and then like as we got out of the ride I was like oh you got us out of that one that was quite a tough scrape and I just I, <laughs> I like I can't help my but she she loved it but uh, for yeah. like every ride I'm doing that kind of thing like if we're on the Matterhorn and we're about to go into this into like a there's like a little bit of water that you dip through I'm like anybody thirsty and then we drive <laughs> drive <laughs> that that would make Disneyland uh so much better if there were just use and every ride that like were hired by Disneyland to make the ride better just to <laughs> augment well, reality Evan meant it also for the for the ninety nine percent of you uh, who are not Evan's Facebook friends, actually, right now ninety nine percent of you are Evan's Facebook friends. But in the future, when people are listening back to this episode, Evan posted this video of himself in the fast pass lane, in which he's just uh, sort oh, of yeah. striding along with a big skip in his step, and in the background, there's just people with misery on their face, looking like this motherfucker skipping the line that God created with his heathenous fast pass. Dude, fast pass is real. Like, hashtag not an ad, hashtag fully an ad, buy FastPass. Like, if you if you want to go to Disneyland for the rides, I mean, you just have to do, you have to do FastPass. We got through. Thanks for introducing uh, the first sponsor of this episode, Disneyland. Uh, Disneyland <laughs> is trying to sell more of these fast passes. So, uh, Disneyland, yeah. you really want to sell more of those fast passes, you better sponsor our podcast. Do you want me to tell them? About the missing kids? <gasps> oh my god, we signed an NDA with them, Peter. Actually, you know what? Yeah, it was a huge payout. You know what? Actually, I feel like of all of the, <laughs> the joke sponsors, I, I feel like Disneyland is Disney is most likely to be like, hey, yeah, we have an algorithm that goes through every single piece of content on the piece internet. Of and, it, and if our name gets mentioned, it automatically sends out a lawsuit if, if it doesn't match our records that we've got some kind of contract with them. That's true. We should, yeah, we should kiss the mouse's ass a little bit right now. Yeah. Disney, yeah, uh, the, the LA Times recently wrote a story that was kind of a little critical of Disneyland's political practices, and Disneyland responded by saying, the LA Times is no longer allowed to review Marvel movies. <laughs> Holy oh, God. yeah. And the LA Times <laughs> broke in that. a fucking second. <laughs> that's amazing. Sorry, I don't Disney. actually know if that's true, but right. they're reviewing Marvel movies again. Jeez, um, <laughs> Louise. I don't even want to know what the conversation behind, behind the scenes was, if it's that just overtly strong army Dude, in the, in the public scope. They're like a whole. I mean, it's it's crazy. They, it's like, 
they because uh, neither of you guys are from LA, right? No. I don't remember Peter. If you're no, dude, are you kidding me? What okay, an okay. insult from LA? I'm, no, really? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Peter LA. is from Oakland. He's lived there for almost a year. Yeah, I've lived there. <laughs> I'm I'm an Oakland native. I've gone native. Do you see my NY cap? Everybody in Oakland wears NY caps because we remind ourselves that one day Oakland will be as respected as New York City. It already <laughs> is. I am offended what? that you don't think Oakland is currently as respected as my hometown, New York City. <laughs> wait, wait, not just New York City. Where in New York City, though? <laughs> I was born in a little hamlet known as Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> The modest, the modest Brooklyn. Oh, gosh. Where's your Oaklandish? Well, you are drinking out of a jar, so that helps with your Oakland vibe. I would have been. Where's your Oaklandish sweatshirt? I have an Oaklandish hat. I don't know where it is, though. Because I wear it so much. I wear it so much that I lose it the most. But Evan, you were starting to ask about whether either of us were from LA in regards to oh, Disney. Oh God, I don't remember. Oh yeah, like other other people that I've known who are either are from LA or like have family in LA, they're like, oh yeah, working at Disneyland is like a rite of passage. Like there's just uh, there's so many jobs there, and they they apparently their their pay is well here here we are bashing <laughs> Disneyland again. I'm not bashing Disneyland. It's more just like. That's like a thing you go through. Like if you're from the LA area, or if you're you like you're somehow involved with Disneyland, with whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, my my girlfriend grew up in Anaheim, where Disneyland is based. For the six listeners who don't know, and <laughs> Ooh, we grew I, from two to six. Yay! Yeah, and I was uh, playing uh, Taboo with uh, her family, which for those who don't know is a game where Ooh, you have we a played list Taboo of words. last night. So yeah, fun. a list of words you can't use. You're like, trying to get people to guess stuff. I feel like if you oh, who doesn't know Tabitha? Yeah, Mac. I feel like if you if you if you define every noun and pronoun that cut and uh, my girlfriend is a woman, and for those who don't know, woman is uh, represents fifty to fifty one percent, depending on the year of the human race. Uh, race, if you don't know, let me define. <laughs> I think there are actually more men than women in the world now, right just now. because of like differential birth rates in uh, China and India. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say, that. in India, I know that it's that it's tipping the other way, which is really scary. Yeah. Not to um, get too political or anything. Anyway, so, so Taboo. <laughs> right. Um, so we were playing Taboo, and going back to the whole Disneyland being a rite of passage, like every other card, they were using Disneyland as a hint. Like, it would be like, oh, you know, there's that one place in Disneyland where they have these on the shelves. And it was just like this secret oh, Anaheim like, oh, yeah. code. Hats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. That'd be really funny if if it was actually that. You know, in this one place in Disneyland, they have these on the on the shelves. Hats. Yeah. They got hats on the shelves. Oh yeah, you remember? Yeah. Uh, the Disney Vinci Code. Okay. Speaking of. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Southern California, so I wanted to, uh, oh, oh, okay, before I introduce this, uh, we got some uh, podcast business that would also be fun to listen to. I got a new pitch for you, Boaz, about what we're, what our podcast is actually about. Oh, you got a pitch because oh. I got a bat and a catcher behind me. And I'm the catcher and I'm my knees hurt. Oh, boy, I'm, I'm a little nervous now. Okay, here comes the pitch, boss. Um, I like how we're doing this on air. This is okay. great. Yeah, because we can't say no. 
Yeah, you can't say no because you got a yes and me, and that's why I because I'm a fucking because I'm a fucking mensch when it comes it. to when it comes to figuring out how to get people to say yes to stupid ideas. No, I was gonna say I was no, I was gonna say uh, I was gonna say idea. like like uh, You're beautiful words that I forgot. Anyways, content lacking. And you have to say <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the pitch. It's just how you say it. I like it. Like we it. all like say that. content lacking like content this now. Lacking. Ooh, con- content lacking. Chad Abenrod. Chad Abenrod three. No, Chad Abenrod three. No. He's, he's back. Hey everybody. I don't know if you guys have ever seen a duck, but if you haven't, I mean they're smaller than you think they would be. Somewhere, I would say somewhere between a chicken and a swan. Jed, stop eating those feathers. You're not supposed to eat the duck feathers. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, Jed, I'm Jed Abenram. Okay. Thanks Why for are joining those chickens us. in the pond? <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Vimeo. You can also find us on SplunkerTube. And tomorrow is another wedding. I'm Jed Abenram. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. I've been run three. All right, he's he's gone. He's, he's gone. He'll, he won't be back. <laughs> oh God. So, Peter, you had a pitch for us in regards to content yeah, lacking pitch five minutes let's, ago. Let's let's hear it. Content Shark, lacking. What is, what's that channel? Shark Tube or what's that show? Shark Shark Tube. That's where uh, you see some really uh, risque videos of sharks doing the nasty. What if what if Shark Tube was uh, inside startups? Like you had to sign up in order to see the videos and sign an NDA that you wouldn't tell people who are in business with the startups what's actually going on inside the startups. So it's like Shark Tube inside look of startups that are maybe failing but can't tell their investors. Uh oh. Hey, yeah, it was a flop. Okay, I'll, okay. I need the Disney Vinci code to translate what you just said. <laughs> Something okay. about startups okay. within startups, mm. startups. So a shark is a, like a large fish with fangs. It's kind of like a vampire. Um, what's your pitch, Peter? <laughs> okay, anything with, anything with fangs is a vampire. <laughs> it's kind of like a. It's kind I'm of sorry, like a, a bat. It's a bat. It's a bat that sucks blood. It's kind of like a vampire. Uh, God damn it. You know, vampire bats, right? That was a stupid joke. Content lacking. Content lacking. A podcast about funny things that aren't supposed to be funny. Let's let's punch it up. Mm, Okay. Mm, Let me think about that. Funny things that aren't... Like, give me... Okay. Okay, so like things that... Let me try to think of an example... Were not weren't supposed to be funny. Funny, unintentional humor. Content lacking, unintentional humor. How about uh, about funny things that aren't supposed to be? Then <laughs> just take off the funny uh, at the end. Like a platypus, God's mistake. Yeah. Um. What's not okay? What's not supposed? Have Let you me, guys seen? Okay, go. Let me give you an example. Okay. I would so love to hear it. I was reading from the very prestigious just... news site, the Daily Mail UK, <laughs> uh, some uh, some really interesting news. And by the way, just a side note on this, this, this header, since last I looked at it, has already gotten more dramatic because the first time I looked at it, it was 
on my screen it was three it took up three lines vertical space like like rap you know word rap but anyways it, it was a, uh, yeah. it's a very it's a very long header now it was way shorter when i first saw this okay okay um <clears throat> quote i lost 125 pounds and decided to get a divorce end quote colon woman who changed her life after she quote saw a bigfoot is all caps suing california after national park officials say it was just a bear Woo. all right we're done guys we did it that's it <laughs> okay so let's unpack Wait. that okay so it's the same woman who got a divorce no i she doesn't she she decided to get a divorce okay she lost 125 pounds she decided okay. to get a divorce okay she said she saw a bigfoot and now <laughs> and now is suing california because national park officials said it was just a bear this is like three stories all in one stacked on top of each other and daily mail is just like we just hit pay dirt but it's too much like it's too it's that's way too many things to focus on like i don't know whether to focus on the the fat shaming like is is she like fat shaming her spouse because she lost all this weight and now she feels like she's entitled to leave but also there was a bigfoot and she's let mad me, at california i just i don't let know me add to... let me add some flavors so that you can get inside of her psyche tell me more about this there's lady three, yeah. there's three there's three bullet points right claudia ackley 46 sued the california department of fish and wild wildlife bullet two she claims she saw a bigfoot at a national park but officials told her it was a bear number three and this one i really don't understand why why claudia says she saw an alpha male sasquatch looking at her from behind a tree <laughs> so let's give this woman the benefit of the doubt for a second um what if this bigfoot was very fast and the trees around her were like kind of uh, reminded her of her husband. Okay, so you're you're with me so far because I'm not. I don't and, understand. Okay, yes. And so as I'm she's with, trying, I'm with you because I have to be because <laughs> we're on this call. Together. As she's trying to dodge through trees, she keeps like looking and pausing and being like, "Oh yeah," like lovingly looking at the tree, seeing her husband's face in them. And then at the very end of the line, she sees a kind of like a uh, place where she can, you know, jump off into the water. But she's worried that um, if she jumps off, the Bigfoot is going to like, you know, go after her and there will be a big, you know, splash when it lands and that sort of thing. But currently... The, there's like a seesaw at the end where she will weigh exactly the same amount as the Bigfoot if she gets to a certain weight. And if she lands on it, then neither of them will go into the water. And then, like, she can have her moment with the Bigfoot, um, not worried about the husband who she's being reminded of in the trees, and have a loving 
connection with it for just a second and then dive into the water, get away and not get eaten because it's a Bigfoot. It's not someone that you can date okay. or be in a relationship with. Okay. I am green lighting wow. this project. I'm green lighting it. It's going straight to the top. We're going to make the biggest blockbuster movie that you've seen since blockbuster went down. Okay. Evan Sasquatch Fra- Sally. Sasquatch well, Sally. Also, frankly, if there's there one is. thing we've learned, it's that we got love with monsters and we got water already. I mean, that is already best picture material. Uh, now all we need is some really ugly film composition, like with bad, like kind of composition and colors and like just dark shadows and stuff like that. And let me just tell you guys my opinion on Guillermo del Toro's filmmaking. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shots fired. Oh, hey, wow. Uh, we're Did sponsored. you not like Shape of Water? We're sponsored by Guillermo yeah, just, del Toro. I would have liked it if it was like in color, but. Uh, Wait, you would like it if it was in color? Yeah, just I, I, I don't like his like the very it's like blue. just the compositions and stuff. But. <sighs> okay, <laughs> you're so wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop. Uh, hey, halt. halt! Okay, no, we're not we're not gonna argue about Guillermo del Toro right now. He's a sponsor. <laughs> okay, might. he's a patron. He's a he's he a, is a sponsor. He's a sponsor. He's, he's a Patreon us. sponsor. No, he's a platinum level what I sponsor. Hear, what I want to hear, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop that Guillermo del Toro, Evan. I want to hear your best movie guy, whatever you interpret, movie guy. You interpret movie guy. That's your interpretation. Okay. Description of Sasquatch Sally, the blockbuster banger of the season, uh, produced, written, and directed by Guillermo del Toro. Oh God! It, well, then I have to do it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> We did uh, Cowboy in English. Yeah, okay. In a world where beasts run through the trees and women feel like their only worth is through their visage. One woman will tackle on the body image ideals of the hairiest being on the planet. <laughs> Michelle Puffa Pfeiffer. Hi, I'm Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> and Guillermo del Toro. Hey, I'm Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> At introducing Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> With a soundtrack by Arlo Guthrie. <laughs> Sasquatch Sally. Coming straight to net floors. The, the shape Man. of the it, shape of water too. Sasquatch Sally. <laughs> Sasquatch versus Shape of Water. Oh, the God. sequel we've all been waiting for. One is an eternal river god. The other one protects the forest at all costs. Both protect their loved ones. But what happens when Michelle Pfeiffer falls in love with the river god, too? Michelle. It's being called the most epic romance since Twilight vs. Predator, Attack of Ant-Man. You can see it on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Michelle Pfeiffer. The Pfeiffer. Going down. Pfeiffer, the sky dragon. Knuckles to knuckles. Fur to flappers. You got a fish versus a bear. <laughs> Michelle, fight, 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 fight,
Oh boy. Michelle Flipper Flapper Pfeiffer. Wow. You Michelle Flippity. I feel like there's just a voice activated Peter right now. Anytime we try to kill this bit. This time the movie will attempt to have more colors to appeal to people who don't understand theming. Okay, yeah. Guillermo Guillermo he's like, I don't understand. What are all these internet comments? That was the whole point. The colors were the part of the storytelling. Okay, fine. Shape of Water 2, Sasquatch Sally. Now in the colors of the rainbow. Well, I think Guillermo del Toro already did that with Pacific Rim. He was just like, oh, yeah. no one like, you know, people didn't get the creative filmmaking of Pan's Labyrinth. Let me just fucking blow shit up like Michael Bay. That's true. That's very, did, did he do the, did he do this one that's out now, the Uprising? I don't know. What I love about Pacific Rim 2, the trailers, which, you know, I'll never see the movie, is that the trailers look like it's a really beloved franchise. You know franchise. I'll never see the movie. <laughs> but, <laughs> the trailers look like it's a really beloved franchise that everybody already knows about and, like, that everybody is watching this trailer with, like, pre-existing ideas about the Pacific Rim <laughs> franchise. And I think that's profoundly misguided. But the first one, I mean, the first one made money. I'm didn't sure. It, didn't it make didn't it make a lot of money the first I time? Make, I mean that's probably the best evidence that we're living in a simulation. I make money. <laughs> you don't see me trying to convince everybody I'm Let's a national see. treasure. It was released five years ago and it made four hundred and eleven million USD. Yeah, and it had seventy one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. No, I'm I'm an asshole. <laughs> the fir- the first one. The first yeah. one was fine. Like I, I kinda like the first one. I mean it was like you know, it's like any kind of pseudo-entertaining action movie. Like, if I was a kid watching Pacific Rim, I would have been, like, all about it, about it. And I think they they did, with the, the like, the Godzilla formula, they gave you more of what you want from a Godzilla movie, which is just, like, a bunch of big-ass monsters fighting each other, right? <laughs> like, that's what you really want. But a lot of times right. in these Godzilla movies, they're like, how do we humanize it? Let's have Brian Cranston be an like 80% of the trailers but only 15% of the actual movie <laughs> um, it's a very specific callback to the recent reboot of Godzilla oh well <clears throat> uh, yeah well okay. same with King Kong actually I mean like the the like, oh, yeah. King Kong like the trailer and the movie had almost nothing to do with each other um, the know, one with was... Jack Black that one from um, 2006 I want to say yeah, exactly. King Kong, um, Kong's Island. Bing. Um, you know no, that's that's the most recent one. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know Andy Serkis played King Kong in that movie. The same guy Gollum. who played Gollum in Lord of the Rings, making the, same... the w- widest variation between size between two <laughs> characters played, probably. <laughs> Wait, wow. how big? Uh, how big true. did? Uh... I didn't know that he played the ape. <coughs> wait a, a second, Kong? wait a second, wait a second, wait just a goddamn second. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Ah, good point. Well, but how small does Ant-Man get? He gets as small as an ant and as big as, <laughs> like, a, as, big, as a big robot. Because this depends on whether we're talking about relative or absolute differences. <laughs> if we're talking relative differences, then whichever, like, the wife of the of Dr. 
the doctor in Ant-Man, she, like, shrunk down to the size of a quantum particle. That is the hands-down winner. Yeah. But didn't she do that to get Ant-Man? No, I think she did that to create a motivating backstory for the doctor uh, and the reason that he wanted Paul Rudd to wear the suit. But the, I um, thought that the I thought that was the whole point of the movie is get Ant Man. Got it. Yeah, that's the sequel. It's, it's it. the crossover event between Get Carter and Ant Man. Um, so uh, anywho, um, what, a call, what a callback, Get Carter. Um, yeah. Okay, well, speaking of callbacks. This podcast being about things that are supposed that are not supposed to be funny, <laughs> but they are funny. Well, so far this uh, last ten the, minutes has been about things that are supposed to be funny but are not. So we're uh, we're almost there. <laughs> I okay. I'm trying to think of something else that that's like supposed to be funny but isn't funny. Have you guys seen? I don't remember if we we had already talked about. I know we talked about the Olympics a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. But have you guys seen? the like terrible olympians no <laughs> have you guys seen videos of oh man this is where i wish that we had like a video based system for everybody <laughs> except for our gold level patreon supporters there's there's these videos i'll try to paint them um the the one that i'm thinking of is of this guy from this really small african country and this was back i think in the in the 2000 olympics where was that in sydney yeah um yeah he, he was this terrible swimmer. like he couldn't swim but his country yeah eric musambani um and he he couldn't he couldn't swim but his country didn't have any um any people going to the olympics so they were like oh let's just send this guy eric musambani <laughs> and i swear i swear to god he's the he is the worst swimmer I've ever seen in my entire life. But he he technically passed through qualifying because the two other people that he was like during the qualifying round, it was just three of them. And he, the other two kept on having false starts. So he was the only one swimming and it took him like two and a half minutes to go from one end of the pool to the other oh. and back. Mm. Where just for some perspective, like the world record is something like 48 seconds Uh (laughs) or the world record was 48 seconds in the year 2000. And it's I mean, what kind of balls do you have to have to be like, well, I don't know. I don't know how to swim. Uh, I'm I'm relatively athletic or I'm just like thin. So maybe I can do this. That's that's Eric for you. That's Eric for you. That's classic Eric. Yeah, Eric. I mean, you should have seen the time that he got on stage with Springsteen, picked up an electric guitar. The dude had never touched one before. He thought that because he, he took a few piano lessons when he was a kid that he could riff it. And, like, he started with one note. So it seemed like he got it. It happened to be in key. And he starts with this. <laughs> but then it went all downhill from there. It was out of key. It was, like, just random kind of haphazard notes. But Springsteen did a good job of playing along with it. I mean, he, he kind of saw it coming and so he immediately flipped into like i'm contemporary now new jersey fucking postmodern man yeah and, he's and uh he's a Eric, team player yeah there was uh there that, that one time so north korea and south korea actually were talking about just becoming one korea eric walks into the room and he's like 
I got this. I'm going to facilitate this negotiation. Um, balls of oh. steel. I mean, you know how oh, it went, though. God. There's still two. <laughs> Eric. Eric, what are you doing? Eric, I mean, Eric I, fails at everything. I respect you. I respect you, Eric. I respect your balls. But don't. <laughs> Stop, Eric. Eric, I think the lesson really to be learned here, and this is absolutely not a pun on him swimming in those uh, in those aisles, but uh, Eric, stay in your lane. Oh, <laughs> man, that's one. That's one of those uh, like not exactly like a. It's not a diss, but it's something that you can say that is immediately like fighting like fighting words in in a high density mm -hmm. stay in your lane sit down yeah stay <laughs> sit down <laughs> sit your five dollar oh. ass down before i make change Ooh. i wonder what's the <laughs> i wonder what's the equivalent of stay in your lane like in other things like you know would there be like a you know Stay in your assigned seat, sir. Like, I mean, it's just like there's not really anything else that quite connotes the, like, you have a lane, you may really be good at that lane, but this ain't it. Stay in the boundaries apportioned by the rules, sir. This is Polo. Say that. It's apportioned by the rules. You're the stripes, not the solids on this billiards table. You're actively hurting your cause by aiming at the solids. Um, speaking of people who ought to stay in their lane. Oh, my um, God. Have you guys ever so heard funny. of John Legere, the oh, yeah. CEO of T-Mobile? Oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking of someone else. No, I have not heard yeah. of John Legere. So no, tell me about I him. started getting sponsored Twitter ads from this guy a few days ago, and they would be these whimsical things that would be like, I bet I'm the only CEO who will trash you in karaoke, and like just shit that like is clearly him trying to build himself up as some kind of pseudo-celebrity. Let me introduce an alternative, okay? <clears throat> Number one, you work in politics. Number two, you're maybe the most avid karaoke, casual karaoke fan without crossing into into super fan of karaoke that I know. Proposal, maybe he's trying to get your attention. He's like, let me target yeah. this ad. <laughs> karaoke fan. Sponsored. Did yeah, you say so it was a sponsored ad? A sponsored Yeah, it's tweet. a sponsored ad, so it could have been targeted just at me. Like, you could have just uploaded my information into I'm going to spend ad. $500 on Facebook Marketplace to make sure that you that you see this ad. Uh, it costs nothing, man. He could, he could just buy all my eyeballs for like eight cents. John Legere, John Legere uh, is sitting. Eyeballs. He's sitting somewhere listening to this podcast, looking at a picture of you, Mac, and he said, almost. <laughs> One more step. Um, so no, I would agree with you, but I, I encourage you all to go to his Twitter page right now because, first of all, he somehow has 5.5 million Twitter followers, which means he has done a lot of sponsored ads to try to turn himself into a celebrity. His bio says, Magenta wearing, customer loving, T-Mobile USA CEO, focused on ending wireless pain points and scaring our competitors. Also, hashtag, I am Batman. So, oh my god, this guy sucks. This is yeah. at John Legere, at J-O-H-N-L-E-G-E-R-E. -E -E. uh, go ahead and give him a follow, I guess, since I just promoted his, Dude. his Twitter. <laughs> this guy, he really wants to be fucking like Richard Branson. But yeah, he really does. Does. He has none of the swagger. 
100%. He's like he's like the guy that like goes and sees Richard Branch- Branson bought a really nice boogie board. So he goes and buys a boogie board and he shows up at the beach and then Richard Branson's like, "Sorry dude, boogie boarding's not cool anymore." Boogie boarding's not the thing. That was the thing you're behind the time. <laughs> boogie boarding. <laughs> yeah. Like, so 51 minutes ago, he tweeted, everyone wants a little 90s nostalgia, and yeah. posts a link to a BuzzFeed article saying the Spice Girls might be getting their own superhero movie. He has posted 38,600 tweets Holy in shit. his time. Okay. <laughs> like, this man's yeah, sole goal whoa. in life is to use uh, his personal wealth to become a Twitter celebrity, and he's kind of succeeding. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got like five and a half million what's this followers. What's this guy's Katy Perry index? Okay, let me introduce a concept uh, oh, that uh, Mac and I actually. Index. I have no yeah, idea what that is. Mac and I came up with this a while ago, and I think it is time to share it with the world, uh, and the okay. world being and Evan, with me, your co-host, the uh, <laughs> the Evan and the world. Um, let me see first. Okay, I need to do a quick Google. Here's some typing. And while he's doing that, I will mention that this is one of only seven Katy Perry related bits of terminology that Peter and I use in our day-to-day lives. It is it the supernatural extraterrestrial (laughs) Jad Appenrod 3 that was beautiful you should no compete. he's not back you should compete he's in the not. singing olympics jad appenrod 3 hey let's shoehorn <laughs> this one in no um okay, okay wait so- no wait i can make a jad appenrod i'm jad appenrod auditioning for american idol i didn't prepare anything do the judges have a request yes firework by katie firework perry. by katie perry okay because baby snuckle crack Put a little bit of thumbtacks. Make them go forward, forward, forward. As you shoot across the five guys, burgers, and fries. Because <laughs> scabies aren't so scary anymore. I have some ointment that I bought from the store. Make them go ouch, ouch, ouch. When you jab the doggies in the eyes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Whoa, no. that three. That is some animal abuse Not there. The doggies. Uh, how did which... I how did I do? Do I get to go to Hollywood? Yes. You are the American Idol. You're the American um, Idol. You oh. are listening to Radio Lab. American Idol edition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. This is NPR. We're here. Covering American Idol live. Uh, this is the state of America. <laughs> this is the state of the world. <laughs> this is highbrow. Oh, no. the, the banks are on fire. Um, <laughs> and yet here we are looking okay, so, at Katy Perry. Katy so, Perry is a ho- isn't she one of the people on the American hmm. Idols? One of those things. So probably uh, sure. the Katy Perry she index. Needs a paycheck. The Katy Perry index. Did you say the she's KPI? Pro- yeah, the KPI. Are you saying, did you just say she's probably living paycheck to paycheck? No, I said she needs a paycheck. I thought you were but like. But it's way funnier to Katie. be like, ooh, she's, Katy Perry is really struggling. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. 500 Katie billion Perry views is, uh, on YouTube alone. 
All right. Pretty poor. So I check mean, this out. This is actually uh, really, really. Uh, we we got some stiff competition going on right now because uh, the Katy Perry index comes from the fact that Katy Perry is number one Twitter followers person on Twitter. Um, great job uh, with that okay. one. Okay. So good job, uh, Katy Perry. And right now, her I'm followers just got some of those followers our way. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of crossover. If you like Katy Perry, you'll like this podcast. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've already sung two Katy Perry songs sang without two paying for the royalties. Katy Perry so. um, I think that that distinctly falls under fair use, like one hundred percent and uh, parody. Yeah, um, I don't know, you guys. My singing was so good that I might get uh, I might get what's that thing where they like match the audio perfectly? Yeah, and if it if it matches. <laughs> so uh, mm. Katy Perry is number one for followers. She has hundred and eight. Now, 108,988,000 and then change. Because who cares about the single digits? Um, who cares about the little people? Yeah, who cares about the hundred block? Uh, so, but we got a we got a challenger. A challenger approaches number two. Yeah, Justin Biebs got Jay Bieber. One hundred and five million seven hundred thirty thousand two hundred and sixty-five. That's a third of this country. Yeah. Isn't that okay. Well, and, and I was going to say that just, but Justin Bieber has followers in other countries too, right? But Justin Bieber has a separate verified Twitter account for Japan oh. called Justin Bieber Japan oh. that is its own little blue checkmark verified account in which he tweets in Japanese. So his 105 million may all be just Americans. Dang. <laughs> <clears throat> Absolutely um, not. Absolutely so the, not. That is not okay. So the Katy Perry index is what percentage of Katy Perry's Twitter followers a person has, and it okay. sort of determines how large a celebrity they are. So John Legere, we're talking about about a five percent yeah. KPI, we which is pretty pretty big celebrity. Yeah, and the calculation for those at home, <laughs> the the calculation following along for those at home, that that's five point five two million divided by the followers that Katy Perry has. That's one hundred and eight million nine hundred eighty eight thousand so you can go ahead and round that up to 109 if you want significant digits uh but yeah we're talking a 5p we're talking about five percent katy perry index talking about the 5p right there oh sorry guys i just turned i turned off because numbers <laughs> <laughs> numbers happen for for our viewers on patreon that's what just occurred yeah, our Patreon Gold viewers get to have the math-free version of this, in which we just there's a reassuring recording of Evan saying, "Don't you worry, your pretty little head. We just did the math for you. You can skip this segment." Can you uh, give me thank a you. thank you, Evan? Can you just that give me a, a quick little? Uh, can you give me a taste of that, Evan? Hey, you guys, and gals, and everyone in between, or outside of. You're, you're included. That's all I want to say. Also, don't worry about the math stuff. That's what we have people like Peter and Macklin and other engineers to, you know, figure all that stuff out so that we can just be in complete, ignorant, beautiful bliss. We don't have to worry about how things work. <laughs> all we have to know. Is that they do work? I, th I, th I thought this is gonna be like a little like promo. It, is, it started just taking over my entire mind. <laughs> just, just, uh, just started sort of invading every pore. Um, guys, okay. guys, I forgot guys. how to multiply. 
Oh my God, yeah. Evan's mind worm. Now, now I don't know how to divide. Hey guys, guys, I'm but worried. But it doesn't. But it doesn't Help. matter. Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer. So, uh, hey guys, just want to remind you, numbers don't matter. Just forget about it all. But don't forget, <laughs> Facebook has been collecting call history and SMS data from Android devices. Just let the numbers wash over you and then wash out of you. <laughs> don't worry, your little head. It's Peter. This is the voice that you hear on the podcast. That's me, Peter, uh, the controlling one. <laughs> I don't mean to be, but I, I care. I just care too much. Uh, the launch was great. We're now on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play, and maybe Spotify. I don't know. I can't remember if I filled out the form, which was definitely my bad. Um, but while I think of a way to blame someone else for my failures what would be awesome is if you kept sharing it uh, because we're not promoting this. We obviously don't have any sponsors. That's why it's just me talking here, not t trying to sell you something. Um, but we love doing this and we want more people to hear it so we can get better at it. Uh, and when you share it, it's like a hug, a big hug to Evan, Macklin, and Peter all in one. Every share is a hug. So send it to your friends. Send it to that one friend who you haven't talked to in a while who you might think, you know, would want to start a conversation around this. Get together in a room with multiple people and just listen to, you know, part of an episode. I don't know. Maybe listening to a whole episode with a group would be a little much. But uh, listen in the car. Listen on the public transport. Listen while you're riding a bicycle through traffic in downtown Oakland. Uh, if you're down here, say hi. If you see me listening to a podcast, riding through traffic. Um, but don't distract me too much because I'm trying to not get hit by a bus and that already takes a lot of my attention. Uh, anyways, thank you for listening. Please keep sharing it. One real announcement. Next episode was a live episode, meaning that we were all three gathered in one room and shit gets wild. So, Look out for that. Uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep being so cool. Thank you so much. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Do either of you guys have a, a, a home assistant like an Alexa or a Google Echo or anything? Side note about my apartment real quick. Um, this morning, uh, I was looking through, there's like a little sticky shower notepad in my shower, and I noticed that it was like open to like partway through as if someone had like opened something and written in the middle, and I opened it up into the middle, and apparently a week and a half ago, someone I can only assume was Peter opened it up to the middle and wrote, they know, they know, they know. And what's great is that about two years ago, he did that in the same notepad, one page apart in the middle and wrote, kill the prime minister, kill the prime minister. So at some point, either my girlfriend or someone who's like staying in town and needs to crash is going to like be in the shower and he's going to be like, oh, I wonder what Mac's written on this here notepad. And then they're going to 
I guess report me to the British authorities. Yeah. yeah. Some of them. Hey, there are prime ministers in other countries. Okay. It could be Russian authorities. So, uh, so you just left it there. Yeah. Some one thing that's funny <laughs> is that he uses it for notes about like games and work. So it'll be like serious note, serious note, kill the prime minister, serious note, serious note. They know, <laughs> they know. And well, it's like I use it for like to plan games that I never end up creating too. So it'll be like, <laughs> Send all my friends an anonymous letter with a web URL that'll take them to an encrypted site. And then I'll never do that, so it'll just be there. <laughs> okay. G sorry, going back to my... So neither of you guys have one of these home one of these digital home assistants. You have uh, one. Uh, who's that? Who's that, Evan? Who's, who's, do who's pointing at himself right now? <laughs> 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 yeah, but you're, you're pointing, but you're also going like this. <laughs> like, that's, uh, like, Evan is making a face. I, I was have making to sneeze twi or I'm twitchy, about to come. Twitchy, twitchy eyes. Uh -huh. Twitchy eyes. Why not both? Yeah. So no, I uh, I have them in my Wait, house. Which one do you have? I got the old Alexa. The Alexa. Okay, because I because before I was totally like those things are stupid and like it's it's dumb because like it has a microphone built into it and it's always listening and like you never know and then. And then it just kind of occurred to me yesterday, like, oh, but so does my phone. Yeah. Like, my phone has a microphone, and not only does it have a microphone, it also has, like, a GPS, and it has way more, like, sophistication. It has its own, like, 4G antenna. Like, it, it could call in a fucking missile strike on top of my head if, if it wanted to. Like, who cares about the Alexa? Like, the Alexa just stays in your own home like you're like and so now and so now i have four of them one per room yeah so now, <laughs> so now i went full i went the complete other direction uh, not only do i have an alexa i've got a google dot even though i don't have an imac i have the mac home pro um i've got the new one i've got the orbis i've got the sony scample yeah keep uh, going keep going let's hear what, let's got, hear all the other ones i've got the yamaha um to uh tutor suite i've got the uh i've got the samsung uh bixbo jr the the the, uh, the the mavis beacon voice type <laughs> i've got the uh the nintendo mario mario and that's the only way mario. that you can activate it too is you have to say mario three times like that and then mario. it sort of like wakes up and says uh what you need um and then like if what you tell you it need? to do something like you know mario please order me a pizza then he'll be like uh i can only jump and collect coins and then but if you tell it if you tell it to jump on like a turtle then it's really good <laughs> a real turtle? If you have a real turtle in your house, that's the a one use case turtle. this is for, is killing a real turtle that has entered your house. Oh, God. Which how should how be, like, threatening are turtles animal. where you have to get your, like, digital assistant to kill it for you? I feel like that's the easiest animal to defend yourself from. Like, if the NRA ever says, turtle. like, well, okay, you're right about all those other things, but we still need the guns to protect our homes from turtles. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, you, you know, just use a spatula for that. You know, you know, people <laughs> people talk about snapping turtles like they're dangerous, but that's a really good point. If a human's bit by a snapping turtle, it's their own fault. It's Dude. their own fault. <laughs> but you, but have you ever been barefoot walking through a creek in Mississippi? That's, <laughs> that shit's real. 
<laughs> that shit's real. Been? Wait, wait, yeah, Evan, can you can you give me a replay of that? But like, as if you're selling some kind of like bourbon-based alcohol. Bourbon. <laughs> Come on down to Bum Belt, Mississippi, where we brew our very finest fifty-year cask-aged whiskey. And don't mind the snapping turtles. Just make sure to wear your Vibram foot fingers. Have you ever been, leave you alone? Have you ever been walking through a crack in Mississippi when you suddenly feel a little rumble in your tummy? Come on down to Bourbon Town, Mississippi. <laughs> Bourbon Town. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. We're bad lacking in subtlety, but accentuating in flavor. <laughs> Our, excelling in flavor. Oh. Also, it's technically not bourbon if it's made in Mississippi, but let's forget that whole part. <laughs> our yeah. flavors. Who our cares flavors. about semantics? Our flavors are anything but subtle. I don't know why I turned in Matthew McConaughey halfway through that. <laughs> Am my own hero. All right. I was, I all was right, driving all Cadillac. Right. All right, all right, all right. I was driving Cadillacs well before they ever pay me to be in one. <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst. He's the worst person on the planet. Did you guys Aww. know that? Owen Wilson versus... You better sponsor us, fucking Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> sponsor us, Matthew McConaughey. Or what I'm going to tell done? everybody that you have a dozen tapeworms, and that's how you lost all that weight for Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> oh. uh, Wait, I, you were going to say just... Matthew McConaughey versus Owen Wilson? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell, and Matthew McConaughey, I'm going to tell about the time that you beat the shit out of national treasure Owen Wilson. <laughs> and all he can do is look at you and say, wow, you know, you're really good at punching. And then Matthew McConaughey was just like, you know, I'm good at punching. I'm from Tejas. And slammed him in the face. <laughs> That's why his nose is all crooked. You broke it. Oh. So he did this in like the early '90s, <laughs> <laughs> like at the beginning of Owen Wilson's career. Uh, yeah. A like 20-year-old Matthew McConaughey said, "Like you know, hey, I don't know what Matthew McConaughey's oh. voice sounds like, but I've only been in bit parts in minor local community theater now. I really resent your success, Owen Wilson, pow." Yeah. Um, because uh, Matthew McConaughey's first big hit was in being in Dazed and Confused, 1993. Yeah, that's right. That's did how he guys, got that role. Beat the shit out of Owen Wilson. Did y'all see that his Oscar acceptance speech? No. Oh, you, you never did. <laughs> oh, damn. Again, this is another one where, again, I wish we had like a video. But it's it's just two minutes of him building up this whole thing. I'll try to I'll try to recreate it for you. Yeah, let's just go ahead and recreate it. Let's do that. Yeah, here we go. Again, hope hope the the flack doesn't. Uh, my, my my pitch perfect impression doesn't get us into trouble. Uh, hi hi ho this is great. You know, when I was growing up in Tejas, everybody told me, you know, I had a drama teacher, okay, and he said, "You're going to be better tomorrow, Matthew, than the man you are today." And every day, I look forward to meeting that man myself <laughs> tomorrow. So in doing so, I know that I am my own hero. That's right. I'm not kidding. He I actually said, I'm my own I'm hero. <laughs> I forgot about that. He, he didn't thank you, but he's just, people ask me all the time, 
who's your hero? Yeah, and I yeah, have, yeah. Right? And, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, they don't, Matthew McConaughey. Nobody asked you who's your hero. No one cares. Uh, and he's yeah, like, who inspired you, handsome white man? <laughs> <laughs> I know you dealt with a lot yeah. of, diver- of of adversity. <laughs> Yeah, how, how did you manage to succeed in Hollywood yeah. as a beautiful, beautiful, uh, normal, like, tall, attractive white dude? I mean, how could yeah. it be doable? You were a trailblazer. Um, <laughs> a trailblazer. The, yeah. You're like Clyde Drexler. Exactly like Clyde Drexler, um, <laughs> the most topical and modern trailblazer. Um, also, may I add that... Uh, Matthew McConaughey has one credit in the music department. He was the music supervisor for something called Surfer Dude. Um, which was a 2008 movie about a soul-searching surfer experiencing an existential crisis, which say that five times yeah, fast. Of course it was. Fucking Super of course it was. Okay. Anyway, we need Matthew a, McConaughey, he's his own hero. We're, uh, we're out of time. Who wants to drop a banger? Who wants to drop a big old fucking Oh boy. No pressure banger. or anything. Who wants to just no pressure. shit their own pants right now? Put it on the line. All right. I okay, so here's something. And I have I, I was thinking actually, maybe we could incorporate this for every podcast. Have you guys ever heard of this thing called the thirty six questions that lead to love? Oh yeah. Yes. You've heard of this thing? Yes. Oh yeah. So it was like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong or don't because neither of us care. Um, it was like this, this study that was done, the, these 36 questions between, they took a group of strangers and they asked these 36 questions and they were like, um, they studied it and they found that after, after the study was done, a statistically large amount of these people were in either romantic relationships or in like very good friendships afterwards. So it's kind of like a way to like, like, uh, generate what are the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, love. The love, basically. Like, love like a way is the to, word. Love is the to... word you're looking for, Evan. <clears throat> always, always the word. Love. Always. It's so always he, the word. So we could we could take a, a question uh, and we could just, we could answer it. I, I and, love that. And um, then we could, we could find a way to, you know, that way we could... Um, Kill okay. It with a que- yeah. With a question about intimacy. I just want to go Before. ahead and just pick up one. Would you like to be famous? In what way? Would I like to be famous, and in what way? Well, so the first part of that question, you don't have to answer the second part if you say, <laughs> if you say no, right? Well, but in what way do you not want to? Be yeah. Famous? In what way do you not want to be famous? Oh, okay. I think, uh, you know, I think I actually would would like to be famous. I know, I know the like the humble response is supposed to be that you don't want to be famous, right? But there's a lot of fucking benefit to be like. Let's be honest. There's a lot of benefit to to being famous. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you have to you have to sacrifice as well. Macklin, you're probably the most of of the three of us. You're you're easily the most famous for for whatever that for whatever that means um but this is my answer so mm-hmm. i think that i would like to be famous for 
Um, I, I think it would be really fun to be like a like a Conan O'Brien type. Like, be kind of you know have, have maybe have like a talk show or have di- a lot of different people that I can talk to because I feel like I really like talking to other people and I really like building. I mean, just like with this podcast, I know we're, I know I'm getting a little like weirdly serious here, but it's a lot of fun to just like sit with you guys and and create this content, however lacking it is. Um, <laughs> To, to just like bounce ideas off of and, and things like that so I, I would like to to be famous in in that way where I'm where I'm like building a fun kind of environment and also you know Conan finds ways to to do music which I love to perform as well like that that just that would be a lot of fun to be like okay. a, a Conan O'Brien or, or maybe a Jimmy Fallon type or something okay that's Evan's answer Mac you're gonna get a different question Wait, uh, real quick before we move on from uh, that for one second. Um, I uh, I totally agree, just to like comment on that. I think that the ideal amount of famous is... Um, so one time I was just getting into LAX and I saw Ice Cube standing there by the corner. Um, and he would like go two or three minutes without being noticed. And then a few people would realize it was Ice Cube and he'd be mobbed with people. And I stood there for like half an hour waiting for my taxi and just saw the cycle repeat itself about four or five times where oh, the crowd would gradually disperse and then they would mob him again. That, I think, would be a terrible existence, but I think it would be cool to be the level of famous uh, as Judd Apatow describes his level of fame, where when someone walks by him on the street and says, are you Judd Apatow? He can say, no. And they'll be like, okay, and keep on walking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nobody looks like Ice Cube. I mean, Ice Cube, other than his son. Have you guys seen his son? Yeah. Who played him in the the, uh, Straight Outta Compton movie? Oh, Ice Mm -hmm. Cube. Yeah, O'Shea Jackson Jr., yeah, yeah, he he looks a lot like him, but yeah, nobody has that. I think it's the brows, but yeah, you're you're right. That that's a good. So Peter, you don't want to you, you want everybody to answer a different question? No, it's cool. I just had a really funny joke, but you guys just fucked up the timing, so now it's fine. <laughs> I don't have to I don't have to make my joke. We can have a serious conversation at the end. That's fine. Um, that's great. Can I, can I add great. my different my different thirty six questions that are fail safe to get someone to love you? Or you just look straight into their eyes. Okay. You pause for a couple seconds and you shout, "Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me?" Thirty-six times. Yeah. Never, never fails. fails. Always walk away. <laughs> you walk away with them shaking with Stockholm syndrome. Shaking with you. a heart full of love. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm curious though to hear to let's just go back to this. I'm do you curious, Matt. Want to just riff on this riff on this fame question? Let's do it. I, yeah, yeah, because well, I just I'm curious. Can I just because can I just Macklin say what the other question? Let me just let me just well say known. let me just say what the other question is, just so you guys know how funny it would have been. But now that we're okay. just going to do the serious. Also on this list, it's like okay, so number one is like, hey. Well, this list is hilarious, by hey, the way. Hey, Anybody listening should look at this. Hey, do you want fame? If so, why? And then, and then the other one is, what's your most terrible memory? <laughs> let's just let's yeah, just think about there's a fame. Lot. What's your terrible? Um, I actually went through this uh, before with people, and yeah. uh, it is surprisingly it does it does mess with your head. You're like you get into really serious conversations really quickly. They're good questions. Also, yeah. you can just keep they these in the back questions. of your mind if you if you run out of things to uh, to say in small talk. Just jump right yeah. into. Just jump right into, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? 
That's like what? the good small talk one. <laughs> or yeah, go or... straight into set three where you have like, you're just in small talk. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, make three true <laughs> we statements. I was just gonna For instance, that. we are both in this room feeling blank. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Anyways, back oh, to boy. fame. Back to fame. Macklin, okay, so my fame. What's your relationship to it already? You're kind of growing in your fame in a way. Yeah. So, I mean, my view is like I, I got more in me and you can set it free. Like, you know, I can catch the moon in my hand. Don't you know who I am? Because I'm going to live forever. I'm going to learn how to fly. I'm oh, surprised. Okay. Uh, I didn't um, know. I, the baffled look on my face was genuine. I was like, what are you uh, talking, thinking about? I'm surprised you didn't go with, baby, look at me and tell me what you see. Uh, you ain't seen the best of me yet. Yeah. Um, Give I me just, the time. I'll make you forget. Okay, what I just realized is uh, I was thinking of um, a different song. No, it's the same song. No, no, no. Uh, I was thinking of David Bowie's fame, and I, that's what I thought the lyrics were that I just pulled up, but I pulled up the Reen Karras. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have an interesting relationship with, like, with fame because in, you know, the grand scheme of things – I am, you know, no one who knows who I am, right? Like, I have a 0.00... street. Yeah, I have a 0.00-something K Perry index. Um, <laughs> I have been recognized by people who say, oh, I've seen you on TV, like, twice in my life or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side, I mean, I have been on, you know, TV, you know, around probably pretty close to 100 times. Um, you know, there are millions of people who have seen my face. They're, you know, it's just they don't necessarily remember it because it was one or two times, that sort of thing. Um, and I kind of like that middling level of uh, renown where, like, it opens certain doors in the sense of, like, if I want to, you know, reach out to some professor who I'm interested in their work, maybe they'll, like, Google me and be like, oh, I see this guy on a TV screen, I'll respond to him. Like, there's certain things like that that I imagine it's beneficial for. I would not want to be a household name like Ice Cube, um, unless it was for the same reasons as Ice Cube. Um, I would be <laughs> totally down with being a famous rapper slash like producer of movies now and whatever else he's doing. Um, but is that like, true? Or is that true? Or are you making a Are you making a goof? Like, would, I, you, would you actually want to be like a, a rapper? Uh, I mean, I think if. It would be an interesting question, like if someone said you can grab the brass ring and be a famous performing artist tomorrow, you know, which is an unrealistic example, then maybe. But I just want to I just want to interject here that, you know, like all of our lore where it's like, just take the ring and you become famous and rich beyond your dreams. And then like the moral of those stories is it always ends very terribly (laughs) for the person who's like, okay, (laughs) there's no story I've ever heard who's like, yes, I switched with the rich man and I didn't learn anything. It was fucking great. But poor people write those stories. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I was but trying to think of you're in a little bit more of a better position to take a ring like that because you, you already work a very busy, you know, I think a, a lot of people don't appreciate or maybe they don't realize just how fucking busy these people like Ice Cube and and these like uh, very renowned people are. I mean, their their life is their their work. Like right. there, there's almost no separation. And and for you, you you have so much. Uh, I mean, to me at least, it always seems like you're you're very busy and um, 
So you're you're a little bit more prepared than somebody who like me who's like, yeah, I, I work you know forty hours a week, and then on the weekends I just kind of fart around, like. Right. Um, well, and I think that to that end, like I think that's part of why I wouldn't want that full scale fame is because uh, yeah. I do value the idea of having close friendships and close personal relationships outside of the work. And my experience as someone who I don't necessarily deal with a lot of people who are directly like Hollywood level famous, but you know, who spend a lot of time with people who are relatively famous and prominent is you're right. There is nothing outside of the work. I think the more financially successful and fame wise successful people become, you know, the less they're able to have more than maybe a couple real friendships that don't have some kind of affiliation with their work. And I would never want to lose yeah that last piece um, unless it came with us. a boat <laughs> that's what our friendship is worth it's worth a boat alright Peter yeah. what about you oh I have to answer this serious question on our comedy podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> Who called it a comedy? But you're the you're no, the only one who I'm ever just, called I know, it a comedy I know, podcast. I know, I know, I know, I know. Guys, I'm just goofing, guys. We're trying to relieve some of the just trying to make a goof. Make a goof, guys. No, I'm gonna bring us all the way back to Serious Town. Okay, Serious Town. Yeah. This is Serious Town, the podcast. All right, so wait, serious Peter, I'll, I'll give you a different question from the 36 questions. No, I'm gonna uh, answer the fame no, one. No, no, I get no, my. I, wanna, I'm, I get my answer. I get my answer. In your family. Whose death nope. would you find the most disturbing? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, sorry. I'll give you the floor to <laughs> say that question again. Go ahead. Thank you for thank you for giving me my joke. Uh, I think the listeners have heard it. <laughs> well, but now wait, we repeat the question. Wait, repeat the question. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find the most disturbing, and why? My own, because I am my own hero. And if my hero died before he reached his full potential, what would I do? Who would I look to to inspire me? Um, oh, my God. I don't know. Okay, fame. fame. So I thought a little bit about this. Um, and I kind of, I, I have a weird thing, right? So I, I like to write. I like to make music. Um, and if somebody doesn't like my stuff for the wrong reasons then I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. That's not really constructive criticism, so that opinion no longer matters to me, right? So if someone reads something and they go, oh, I don't like it, and I go, why? And they're like, oh, because I didn't finish reading it or something. I'm like, okay, cool. You didn't like it. Great. Good feedback. Like, that that just means either the writing's not interesting uh, to keep your attention or it's not, it's not like, targeted at you or it's not, it's not yeah. for you. It's not for everybody. Right. So yeah. I recognize that what I want to make and the things I make are for a very specific kind of niche group of people that may or may not exist. And I don't even know if that group actually exists in the world, right? Like I have very like, I have very specific themes that I like to go get into, especially on a podcast, on our, on our podcast, <laughs> right? Um, for, so like maybe, maybe like Evan, I don't know if you knew and then, Hey, podcast listeners, just wait. Um, I'm writing a book, right? So I have a, I have a novel. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then I also write short stories and I write on, on my blog. That's pndpo.settle.com. S V B T L E settle.com. Uh, you Whoa, can, you got to oh pay God. for a sponsorship. Hey, bro. hey, hey guys, Hey guys, yeah. you can find it. You have to pay for that. At endpo.com, you can find my blog. Go ahead and go read that. Uh, you know, I'm and Chad so Appenrod, and I'm here <laughs> to collect on a bounty for <laughs> pndptpo.solitude.com. 
dot blogspot <laughs> slash deviantart dot jizz. And I just want to make sure that everybody gets their fair share of the Google ad space. From PNDPO to this blog. Hey guys, don't I'm getting a call from NatureBox. They've just pulled their subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Not their sponsorship, their, their subscription <laughs> to their RSS feed. Man, I we just heard We distracted Peter from, from your... Uh, you, have, you have these outlets. You have, you have, you're writing a book. You're writing a blog. You, right. you write songs. Yeah, so, so the whole point, though, is that, that that is sort of like the I want to make those things. And once I finish making them, I have this impulse, right? Right afterwards, where I, in my head, it's like this crazy, it's like, it's like, um, so for instance, uh, for, for one, the writing is, for me, comes from, like, the, it's like, I feels, it feels similar to, like, hunger. I feel hungry, I go and eat a sandwich. I don't think about it, right? Like, I feel the equivalent of hunger for, for writing. I know that's, like, really cliche and, and whatnot, but, um, okay, I'll give you the example uh, that I... I'll give you the If anybody example. listening was like, oh, fuck this guy, then then fuck you, person I'll give listening. You, I'll give you the example that I actually use with people outside of the podcast. I was like, oh, it's a little, it's a little <laughs> racy. <clears throat> the feeling of, of writing is more like when you need to masturbate as a guy. And I know, like, oh, yeah. I know, like, I, sorry, sorry, ladies, if you can't relate to the same kind of body, right, that, I'm, that a man has, <laughs> a mansplaining to ladies right now. <laughs> sorry, guys. Okay, um, just dig that. Just yeah, no, no. <laughs> Keep on digging. I'm actually probably going to cut that part. Hey, I didn't just say that. No, uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, here's, here, here, here it, it is. It's like, ah, now I like have to do this, right? It's like, uh, I have yeah, this yeah. thing. I just got to like blast it out of me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> making heaven feel very uncomfortable. This really right like now. makes the whole kill your babies in regards to writing yeah. uh, more relevant if you're literally having babies with uh, age. Yeah. So let me see if I can recover here. That's what that's what it feels like. That's most similar to what it feels like is it's like um it's like this thing I have to do. I don't necessarily even want to at any given point and sometimes it's really inconvenient cuz you know just like when you're like oh I gotta masturbate yeah. now. I, don't, I yeah. just gotta get this done. I'm, uh, I'm at work, so I gotta go to the. the <laughs> gotta the, go to the other side of my desk. Gotta go to the the bathroom with the largest stall, so I can spread my legs out. I uh, gotta go to the water cooler. <laughs> gotta go to the water water cooler. All right. All gotta right. go uh, to the window. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling it up. I'm Make pulling eye up contact on the, with the passerby. Yeah. It was a bad. Dis- it was a bad choice on my part. It was a bad choice. I apologize to anyone who I just offended by just introducing this topic to the to the cast. No, 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 no. Keep, keep, keep going, so, Peter. It feels like that, and then what happens afterwards, post jizzing out stuff blast, into a yeah. in- post blast into a, into whatever it is, a word document or a song. Um, mm-hmm. I like get out of that zone and I like wake up and I'm like, okay, now I need to know. I need to know right now, right this second, did I make a good? Is it a good? Is it a good? Come on. I need to know. I need to know. Because I can't look at whatever I write and I I cannot look at it and go, yeah, this is good or yeah, this is like, no, no, this sucks. So that's what what fame would get me. I don't want, I don't give a shit about like Jad Abenrod's fame or Ice Cube level fame because they're on the same level. Um... (laughs) Uh, but you know what I do care about is having a very specific audience like the people who care about what I'm about to say um, and they have a qualified perspective on it so they can tell me like you know whether or not it's good that's it yeah okay 
Hmm. I, speaking of Jad Abumrad and Ice Cube being at the same level of fame, I strangely also saw Jad Abumrad at LAX, and he was mocked <laughs> by people too. And he just kept being like, "Hi, hi, 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 I'm Jad Abumrad. Hi, hi, I'm Jad Abumrad." Um, and no one wanted autographs; they just wanted a little bit of that audio autograph from him. <laughs> they just what wanted if, that verbal recognition. Yeah. What if instead of selfies for Jad Abumrad, people just had mics and they're like, "Hey, can you just say my name and like, like can you record my my outgoing <laughs> voicemail?" Hi, I'm Peter <laughs> DePaulo. You've reached Peter DePaulo. Sorry, I can't answer the phone right now. <laughs> But this is Chad Appenrod. <laughs> All right. To our listeners the, who don't know, Chad Appenrod is the host of Radio Lab, <laughs> and he has a 0. 0.3 Katy Perry yeah, index. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's interesting, Peter. I think I think I can relate to to what you're talking about because I, you know, uh, I I do these like SoundCloud Sundays where I always release some song either a cover or some kind of some kind of music it's always been music even though i don't necessarily always want to do music it's just like that's always the thing that's kind of easiest for me to be like well let me just record the song real quick and i'll just blast it out and i do that every week because for me it in, it inspires me to have um a, a schedule like that or or kind of a a, a routine it, it, it's it's important to me to have a routine otherwise I feel like I'm just not gonna do it um, but when I create these things the reason why I don't just record something and put it in a file on my computer is because it's like I don't I don't believe that art can exist in a vacuum um, you know even well, even vacuums Emily, are really small that depends <laughs> they like the Dyson handheld vacuum <laughs> um, no, art, art. I, I think the whole por- porpoise of art is to express yourself and, and to have other people, um, you know, to to react to it either negatively or, or positively. And I think that that uh, that you shouldn't feel weird about that or, or or anything. I don't think. I think a lot of people can relate to what you're what you're talking about, Pete's. Hmm. You're such a relatable boy. <laughs> And now that I've heard your answers to both of those questions, guys, I am one thirty-sixth of the way to loving you both. <laughs> I'm one thirty-sixth of the way to loving you too, Mac. I'm one thirty-sixth of the time to you guys. No. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Content Lacking. Um, hopefully, uh, you know we release these daily. So just check back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just check back tomorrow, and for I'm sure two hours of content. Yep. I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll be there. Any uh, any final words, boys? Mm. Well, the story of the day is donuts, beautiful, lovely cronuts. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, you heard the, it here, folks. <laughs> the only whistle that matters anymore is the whistle from the American Eagle. Oh, no, I'm not going to allow this. I'm not going to allow that to be the last sound. Our lovely listeners here is a terrible screeching, probably peaked in the in the file. Uh, eagle craw. Okay, let's let's uh, let's think of an outro that like like this has been content lacking. Go get a get him. Ti- go get him, tiger. Okay, like an affirmation. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll, let's all do one. Um, yeah, this is. I always go last, so this time I'll this, go first. This has this been is, content lacking. This has been content lacking.
Remember, even if the Oreo goes all the way under, it's still good. All right. This has been content lacking because if you want a movie that has not yet been made, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. All right. <laughs> bye guys. All right. All right. Bye.